All right, guys. We are. No, you shut your, <laughs> you shut your goddamn mouth. We are live. Uh, yeah. you know, that, that's how I always. That's what I this. usually do. He says we're live every episode. Yeah, obviously this is not live, but live as in uncut, unedited. You know, just yeah. That's why I call it live. Uh, but well, we're not streaming. I'm right gonna now. say something crazy, and you're gonna have to edit it. Which means that you also don't get to say we're yeah, live because to, it'll be it's yeah. gonna be edited. So. Okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we're not editing any of it, so you better choose your next words carefully. <laughs> Which we were lying about that. <laughs> leads me, I guess, yeah. to the introduction of my friend Elise. Oh, we're, we're live right, right now? now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's we're on. Yeah. We're, live. <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah, Just pressure's like, on. Yeah, no, yep, not I feel really. it. <laughs> no, not really, but yeah, we're here in Ithaca, New York, in Elise's apartment. This beautiful little space mm-hmm. Thank she's you. got a cool treat you can't see it because unfortunately our camera is having issues again so we'll hopefully resolve that sorry rebecca especially sorry. <laughs> yeah sorry rebecca and we're just having a conversation today we've been talking all morning about various topics philosophy math egos egos <laughs> people just in general and yeah. mm-hmm. We figured, you know, we're already been talking for probably a couple hours now. We might as well start hitting record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Elise, what brings you to Ithaca, New York? Why are you living in Ithaca, New York? What's in Ithaca, New York? My cat. Her That's cat's why. in Ithaca, New York. No, I'm kidding. I go to Cornell doing a math PhD. Is that what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, a PhD at Cornell yeah. in math. Well, okay. So for everybody out there, we all have a rough understanding and idea of what math is. But why do you care about math? Tell, what's so interesting about math? I'm putting um, you on the spot. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is the way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not so much like what I'm thinking about, but like the process in which I'm thinking. And, like, the degree to of, like, rigidity that I want, you know? Mm. Like, which is, like, why it's, like, I don't know, why more applied things I struggle with, I think. Is there, like, a specific applied area that you would, like, give me an example. Like, obviously, if you're doing an equation, it's pretty straightforward for you, depending on the, the level of difficulty. But you know you're going to get a solution at the end of it based on like a premise so something that doesn't follow that realm like what's something that would give you an issue or a hang-up in applied math no 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 just generally speaking you know something that's outside the realm of math i don't understand i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> because you enjoy math, what you, right what do you want me to say <laughs> no 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 just saying something like okay that's not math related where's something that could get you a hang-up that's going to be closer. Something that I don't know about that gives me a hang up? No, no. So you Something like math like... because of the way it makes you think, right? Yeah, so yeah. What's an area of life that you don't like because it's not like that? Oh. Yeah. You want me to say philosophy? No, I don't want you to say philosophy. <laughs> I want you to say something else. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay, philosophy. Well, Actually, that's a great one philosophy. because yeah. Kai and I, we talk about philosophy all the time, especially on the podcast. So give us a criticism. 
you don't have to give us a criticism, but a reason you don't like philosophy is because of all the illogical, seemingly leaps we make. Well, yeah, but I mean, you just can't not make the leaps, I think. That's the problem. Mm. So it's not anything, it's like the nature of philosophy itself that I have qualms uh, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just the fact that it's not math, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't you can't get the that level of precision in philosophy. Yeah. Like, there's no way to define every single word yeah. like we do in math. Oh, yeah, that's actually one of the problems we talk about all the time with mm-hmm. language, epistemology, and all that is, yeah, I mean, we're bound by this concept. That I mean, you don't have job. to be. They could, some, they could try, but no one wants to, right? Because, like, people who are in philosophy, like, the people who would want to do that would be mathematicians, and they're doing math. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point, No yeah. philosopher is like, I am going to make a definition for philosophy of every single word, you know, and, like, let's try to, like, Let's try to make this more rigid. More, yeah, that'd more be a well pretty, pretty big find. undertaking. Because even... Oh, that's the frustrating thing. As our language changes and shifts culturally, like the way we view these concepts and these ideas, mm. then summon new ideas and concepts surrounding those previous ones. But then you make more definitions, you know? Yeah, so it becomes this like forever process of why we'll never ever probably resolve it because they're always going to be changing. Yeah, but I mean... I mean, it's a big step mm-hmm. towards, yeah. like, sure, it's not going to be perfect again. <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> but I'm trying to help here. <laughs> it would be better. Yeah, okay? This go. is It'd why I do math. <laughs> and this is why I don't like philosophy. Right? I think you're just like, trying to convert us all to math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you notice all my other friends are mathematicians here? So, <laughs> that do helps. you see what's in your future? <laughs> so it's interesting because you're a climber right you know yeah. you've been cl- how long have you actually been climbing for i don't think i've ever asked you that yeah since 2015 plus a summer before my final year of college where did you start climbing first where were that summer i was at a um an reu which is like stands for research experience for undergrads okay and these are programs in stem which pay students to come and research like phd work so it's like a little mini project and it's supposed to bring more people into stem that's all it's funded to do okay and so like they're hoping that people do phds Mm -hmm. after this because you're like oh i can do this you know so i was doing one of those and they also had gym access to this like gym in san bernardino that was like part of the school like most of it was yeah in california most of it was like a gym gym and then they had this like eight ropes of walls and I started going every day like from day one I was like I, I was like I'm gonna love this and I'm gonna go and do this because they gave us a little tour you know yeah, I, yeah, saw, yeah. I saw the wall and I was like I'll come in for you tomorrow <laughs> you know <laughs> so and, w- w- was the gem monochromatic or was it like yeah, old school it gem? actually was, was but it was old style? school it, but it was still old school like because Waltopia like barely existed because that was 2014 mm. so like I don't know like Waltopia was like not super common so everyone had like the interesting walls but it had one of, it was like one of those nice walls you know the like ones that like try to look like real real rock yeah it's like a mold almost yeah. concrete style yeah 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 but not concrete mm-hmm. but yeah it was like that but then there was like holds going up and i'd do like the five sixes and yeah. you just fell in love you fell in love with it from the get-go or yeah, was yeah, it yeah 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 and then there wasn't a gym near my college the closest gym was two hours away and i didn't have a car 
So I organized <laughs> like these trips where I got the school to pay for it or for like part of it. Mm-hmm. And then got to use one of their vans. That was the big thing because we needed a vehicle. So I was like, oh, rock climbing, everybody. Let's go rock climbing. <laughs> right? We'll have a rock climbing club. Yeah. So I like, yeah, I started like a faux rock climbing club just so I could get to the gym. But I only did that probably like five times the whole semester. Oh, or really? the whole only... year. Because oh. it, was, it was a lot of work and I was like really devoted to my studies. So Yeah, yeah. Do you find there's any yeah. like... But then over... 2015 was when I really like... When you actually got Started. into it, yeah, okay, yeah. So 2015. When was the first time you went outside? Because there's such a difference, obviously. Oh, like outside. 2015, actually. Really? So pretty, yeah. pretty shortly after you started climbing, you were able to go outside. <sighs> yeah, I did some pretty. I, I was very ego. There, my ego was again. I had watched videos of on climbing, like mm-hmm. tons of YouTube videos during college when I couldn't climb. That was like how <laughs> I could like fill that void so i'm like watching these climbing videos so i was like oh like i know how to lead climb i've seen them do it so many times Mm -hmm. but you see them doing right and you don't see the peculiarities of the things that you could do wrong you know Mm -hmm. so you don't think about which way you hang the draw right so i was like oh yeah i can do it and like i was in hungary at the time in budapest living there and uh, I went out with this girl to this crag that you could get to via metro. Like you drive That's the metro legit. and then there was like, it was like a 15 minute hike. But it was like pretty shitty rock. But uh, I didn't know any better, right? Yeah, I just yeah. rock. So I, I thought it was great. Like one of them was in Hungarian, it meant bed of nails. And that was because it was like crystals the whole, like you were just climbing crystals Whoa. the whole way up. Do you remember what kind of rock it was? No. It was an old mine though. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. But I, like, went out there, and luckily I didn't have any... Like, my first lead fall was outdoors, and I was at the very top of the route, and I just, like, lost my balance. Like, it was, like, I was, I was like, finished with the route, but I hadn't, like, clipped in, and so I just, like, lost my balance. And the belayer wasn't very good either. Like, like things in Europe are <laughs> less, like, like, watched and cared. Like, no one... You don't sign a waiver. You don't have to, like, do... You don't have to even, like... There's a lot of gyms you don't have to do tests mm-hmm. to show that you know how to belay. They, like they just let you... I like that a lot. They just let you do, <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, this guy just, like, let me fall for half the route. Whoa. Like, oh, big fall. which was, like, a huge fall. Yeah, I fell half the route. And, and the guy who was with us who, like new climbing and was like you know he was like the setter for the gym and stuff he was like he he told me later like he let you fall way too far because i had no idea right like i that was my first fall and i was just like oh yeah i can do this you know like so i got really lucky that that was like the scariest thing that happened because this one girl i went out with she taught me some of the things because she had had a class Mm -hmm. and she was like no you shouldn't do it like this way you should do it like this way and i was like oh okay wow so you really had kind of a a trial by fire there yeah you didn't even realize like the error yeah i didn't realize yeah or like the danger you know and Mm -hmm. you're like young and and you don't even like think about that right i mean i it's funny i i have a very similar story that was kind of basically my entry into climbing was an australian guy i met who i'm great friends with now first time going outside was like trad climbing he's like you ever belayed before oh. no you ever led belay? no what? you ever tried to climb no he's like oh you you know like you're worried about any of that stuff i'm like no not at all like we'll go do it we'll have fun 
And but, this guy trusted you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're both psychopaths, I guess. Oh, my <laughs> We've God. We've gotten to a lot of uh, hairy situations together. Yeah. But it, it was in this place in uh, Texas called Enchant Rock. Yeah. And it's just hot as shit, like hard climbing, not... I, I don't know anybody who would go out there for the first time and be like, I'm ever climbing again, honestly. Because <laughs> it was very painful and just... Wow, I'm no. so curious about this guy who's like oh. down for doing oh. this. You actually met him, yeah, yeah Luke. He's Luke. Got, taught yeah. us to surf the other day. So, ah, wow. Yeah, Same this, guy. this Australian rugged dude who's had a lot of uh, life experience. You know, he yeah, traveled yeah. a ton, backpacked. He's done a whole bunch of crazy different things. So I just, you know, I trust him. I'm like, oh yeah, you're the leader, man. I, whatever you say, I'll do and try my best to do. Wow. But there's like even some areas where it's like, oh, we're gonna have to, you know, unclip and kind of like free solo a bit. It, Grant, it's really. Are you serious? Yeah, but it, it was like really. This is like, you know, maybe grade three or class three, class four scrambling. So not really super dangerous. But if you I do think, fuck up, you can I hurt think yourself. Three isn't even. Is three a scramble even? Uh, I don't, I don't I know. I four don't know. Was, well, whatever, but yeah. okay. But something where it's like, yeah, I mean, the wise thing to do your first time would be yeah. for sure rope up. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, eh, whatever. It's just like slabby, just pay attention type thing and did it. So yeah, like a similar circumstance, like looking back was, oh, maybe, have you, <laughs> maybe have you known, I should have had a rope. Yeah. Have you known anyone personally who died from a climbing accident? Uh, no. Okay. I haven't had any personal relationships. Do uh, lost anybody? Yeah, I think that changed me a lot. Whoa, what uh, what was that situation? Um, Marty in the red. Oh. Uh, yeah, he was climbing at the dark, or not the dark side. He was climbing at one spot in Mir that was right actually below the surf, which is right below the house I was living at later. But he was climbing with Mike, not, no, he wasn't with with, but he, Mike was at the crag. Mike and mm -hmm. Tyler were at the crag too, and he just didn't tie his knot properly. He tied a bowl in, and some people will like not even do a double one, and it's just so much like, like the figure eight knot. You can mess it up, and a lot of times it'll still hold, mm -hmm. right? But like a bowl in, it, one mess up, yeah. basically any way you mess up, you're fucked. Yeah. And so, yeah, he he ended up like taking about like a hundred foot fall because he landed in the canyon oh, like man. below. Wow. Yeah, and and like died instantly. I mean, that, that's crazy intense. Yeah. How how did that change your your perspective? I climbing check and... every time now yeah. obnoxiously. Like one of my buddies, I was just climbing with Peter. He kind of like I I like check the person too. And he always very begrudgingly, like, shows me that he's got it right. Like, I think, mm -hmm. and he doesn't ever make the effort when he's climbing to, to check and make sure that he, you know, the system is set up. Because you're the one on the line, you know, then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason. But, like, I will always check. Because, like, you know, it's your life, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's, like, so easy to, like, take that for granted. Yeah, I mean, I think there's unfortunately a huge disconnect until you have an experience. Yeah. Or you have to have some, like, background, maybe information and some other, like, safety aspects to understand how I mean, critical that is. I've had, I've had my harness not be fully on. And I was outdoors, like, 15 feet off the ground. And I, and I was, like, 
it felt like my harness was falling off, like a pair of pants was falling off. And I was oh like, reached to pull it up. Because the weight I was had, I was racked up. So I had all yeah. these straws weighing it down. And that was enough to be causing it to open. And my harness, you cannot redo it without two hands. Like, it's the most obnoxious harness to put on. Because you actually have to double back it. And even oh. just putting it through the first time is, like, kind of tight. So mm-hmm. you really need, like, to... Get all the slack out. I don't know how I managed. I I started throwing the draws off because it was was weighing my harness. Because, and I was like, well, I can't. I was like, there's no. Usually your harness is good and it's your rope that's bad, right? So you can can tie yourself in with a carabiner straight to the bolt. That's your backup. But if you don't have a harness on, there's no backup. Yeah. But to get that harness back on. And so I like did that. And like. I wasn't high enough that I would have died, but I was high enough that I would probably break an ankle, you know, or a leg or something. Yeah, and you don't up. want that. You're up there. You're like, <laughs> shit. I do not know how I managed to, to get it, to get it like. Wow. Were you at least one on handed. an easy route? Yeah. Yeah. I was on the warm up route oh, of the day. Thank goodness. And yeah. then there was one time where my knot wasn't tied fully. It was just put only through once. Oh, man. And I was at the climbing gym and I was struggling with the start of the climb and one of my friends goes, oh, my God, Elise, like, your knot is not tied. And, like, I've done that. And I've just been lucky that, you know, I was, like, still on the ground and someone saw that, right? Yeah. So it's, like, th- those experiences. But it took, actually, Marty's death for me to be, like, fuck it, I'm checking every time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have friends who got tattooed on their feet, foot, check your knot. Wow. Like, one of my friends, Jimmy, he, like, was close friends with Marty. They both bolted a lot in the red. Mm-hmm. And Marty would do a lot of like the rebolting for the red and the trail days, and he was like really involved yeah, in the so community. So he wasn't an amateur by any means. No, like a- no, he was very skilled. Yeah, and a lot of the people who are like more skilled and who climb outdoors all the time, they'll switch to the bowling because it doesn't get super tight, right? Yeah. So if you you can take a, you take can a, take a huge <laughs> whipper on yeah. it, and you know, and people like get annoyed by having to like take that figure eight knot, but yeah. I mean, that's a horrible experience to have. I've, I've never had it. Luckily, I mean, I primarily boulder, but yeah, I've gone and done you know everything trad, multi pitch, blah blah blah, whatever. But our background, Kai and I, with our semiconductor experience background, is you know you always have somebody body check because you're working with dangerous gases, electrical, mechanical, blah blah mm, blah. Yeah. Right. So it was really already kind of ingrained to me, and not to say that I haven't made mistakes. You know, yeah. just gotten away with them. Fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But there's a very real aspect like, yo, your life is in my hands and my life is in your hands. Yeah. You know, I I personally would much rather be the one to take the fall and die than to have my buddy <laughs> who I didn't check. Yeah, yeah. How could, you know, living with yeah. that. Sure. You know, not that it's your fault, but right. also. It's, it's the shared fault. But yeah, I thought about that for the belayer, right? The hard part is, is that way that that route starts, you actually sort of scramble up to a a ledge and you're at that point like 15 feet off the ground so you can't see Mm, your belayer so So you have to check sort of before you scramble up but you can still do it but sometimes you know you don't think about that until you're like ready to like really start rock climbing you know yeah because you don't feel like you're at the start right so you're like you don't do the check whatever like at that point you're so far away and visual and like i've done it before where 
if I know I'm gonna do it, I just bring everything up and I put my shoes on and I tie in like there mm-hmm. instead of tying in down at the base. So I have then not been had someone who could even check. Yeah. And that's what they might have done, you know? Yeah. So it might not have been on that person really at all, other than being obnoxious and being like, check your knot for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Which, I mean, this would probably be what I would do. Yeah. But like, so, you know, it was like one of those one-off cases too, where like maybe they even normally check, right? And it's just that the circumstances were a little more tricky and so they didn't check damn that's so hard that's why you really gotta build like you're saying that kind of almost ritualistic yeah you know level Mm -hmm. of like going to look going to check and again this is why it's also personally why i don't really enjoy climbing with somebody i don't know or i'm so oh yeah i don't do that shit anymore dude yeah i mean after you've been spiked into the wall too many times (laughs) well yeah i mean you're a tiny girl so (laughs) yeah yeah and that's not fun yeah, it's, I mean, it's we've had some, uh, we actually, we took you out on your, well, I took him and my other friend Marty on their first multi-pitch experience mm-hmm. out in Sedona, and it got it got a little harrowing there at the end <laughs> because, you know, it's three people climbing, none of us know the route. It, it's easy climbing, but it's slab, right? So the grade's not really reflective of, in my opinion, when you're new, slab is the most... The technique that's needed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, it t- just took longer to get up than yeah. we expected. And we ended up rappelling in the dark. So these guys are rappelling for the first time outside in the dark. Nice. You know, I'm like running to find the anchors. You know, doing sketchy stuff yeah, just so yeah. we can get off this yeah. as quick as possible to yeah. kind of reduce the risk. But it does lend itself to... There's situations where there's nobody to body check. You know, you're repelling last in some of these situations. Mm-hmm. And it's his first time. He just learned how to repel. And he has to check That's for so terrifying. I can't believe you guys did that. <laughs> That's really sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> these things uh, seem to happen. Well. Yeah, I mean, but how it works is pretty straightforward, right? So you just have to... I mean, there was. I the guess only good thing experience. you guys are engineers. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think another thing is that characteristic... Um, not panic right like try to not to panic just okay this is how it works let's just focus on that let's yeah, not yeah. just worry about it, you know anything else right i think that was just how, how i was thinking yeah at, try at not to time. worry that you don't have a headlamp that the wind oh, is yeah, out yeah. here it's freezing it's useless to think about you know it just doesn't help in yeah. any way so yeah you can barely feel your hands but <laughs> you know you yeah. have to get down <laughs> and actually an ATC, we dropped one of the ATCs, nice. but always carry a backup, you know? So this Did is you the, carry, you had a backup? I always have a backup, yeah. Good for you, wow. Yeah, so it's like small things can pay off dividends. Yeah. Initially, you're like, oh, I don't want to carry that little bit of weight up, but, mm-hmm. and even actually at the start of the climb, because we all had jackets, but it's, you know, it's a nice sunny day, you know, maybe in the 50s, but they're like, hey, we're going to, should we leave our jackets out? I'm already at the first, well, I'm like, no, bring your stuff, and could you imagine if you guys didn't yeah, have jackets? Yeah, it was really cold, actually. Dude, this, you, I have to tell you about my first multi-pitch experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this shit that you're saying, like, mm-hmm. I didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> and we got stuck on top of, at night on top of the mountain because it was, like, we only, t- it was 11 pitches, so it was really long. Where were you? Just give me some background. In Spain. So okay, this was, Spain. like, uh, it was a sport multi-pitch, so mm-hmm. we didn't have to trad climb. Nice. So my knowledgeable friend who, like, like has done multi-pitch has trad climbed blah blah 
he is like, oh, it's only sport. Like, no big deal. We don't need anything. Yeah, yeah. And I, who am like a single pitch climber, am just like, oh, we're going for a nice long <laughs> multi-pitch <laughs> thing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So we were like severely underprepared. And we, you said, just bring that little extra thing. I was literally thinking like, yeah, if we had brought a lighter with, like we would not have gotten hypothermia up there on top of the mountain oh, when we goodness. were stuck. We would have, we gathered rosemary branches to cover ourselves oh my for like God. warmth. Yeah. Wow. And we were, we were spooning and like shivering and like, like that, oh, it was, I remember the, like the sound of the first bird because it was like morning. Like we had made it through, you know, oh, cause you know, man. it's going to warm up yeah. when the yeah, sun yeah. hits because it was like January in Spain and you're mm-hmm. off of the coast. So, and then on top of the mountain, it was so windy. It was like, like up on the ridge it was like you felt it substantially oh, yeah. you yeah, know you no protection there's no yeah there's nothing to stop so we the wind. yeah so we like found a spot that was like mostly sheltered but you couldn't fully get away from that breeze and then when you're lying there and it's like i don't know 50 degrees and you only have a thin i only had like i would had linen pants so that's warm but at least i had pants and then a very thin, not even like nice. It was like cheap, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like super good at keeping you warm either. Mm-hmm. Long, long sleeve shirt, and that was like it. And I, but I thought I brought my puffy. I have a really nice Arcteryx puffy, and I literally was asking Benjamin like, "Oh, can we grab my? Can you get my puffy out of the pack?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You didn't bring your puffy," and I was like, "No." <laughs> the so night would have been so much different. The experience guy kind of buddy fucked you there, I guess. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, really. We had such a, that was such a rough time. But by the same token, you know, yeah, these experiences that are totally avoidable and, you know, lead to some, we call them epics, right? Where out of nowhere, like everything's good, you're having a great day, and then suddenly... You're like, oh shit. It's almost like a binary situation where like Mm -hmm. zero and one, fuck, we're in danger, like there, this is... This is bad. When you this first realize, like, die. wait, so how do we get down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like that oh. moment, and you're like, oh, you know? <laughs> like, he was like, and when he's like, the direction is, like, to go back along the mountain until you hit a cluster of trees, you know, when you're walking for about five minutes, and there's no trees in sight, and you're like, oh, like this is a really big mountain ridge, like... How do we get down? And it's dark now, you know? Like, how do we see anything? Oh, did you guys have a walk-off? You didn't have to rappel? Or... Well, it was a mixed thing. So there was two... There was... We hiked... We ended up hiking for three hours to the rappel spot. Mm. Just based on the, the information of, like, walk back till you hit a bunch of trees and then go down a ravine. So that was, like, three and a half hours of walking. Yeah. And then... um. We got to the rope. I can't believe we found the, the rappel spot. It's crazy that we found it. But the only description was two long rappels. And we only had a single rope. And so my friend was like, I, he's like, there's a chance that they mean two Tied together. long double mm-hmm. roped rappels. So you get double the length of your rope. Yeah. And we couldn't see anything. And he's like, you know what? We'll be fine if we don't do anything stupid, right? Like if we start to rappel and our rope isn't long enough to get us to the next point, like, this isn't above the route we just climbed. It's not like we can climb up. Yeah. You know? So we could be dangling there. And we would have been in serious trouble. Like exposed, completely exposed to that wind dangling there. Like 
that that's like the kind of hypothermia you could die from you know yeah yeah absolutely so so we were like well we'll spend the night because we we're like there's no way we can try to hike more to find a walk off in the dark we didn't have lights either like we didn't have headlamp no actually maybe benjamin had a headlamp and i didn't yeah, yeah. i didn't have a headlamp though too we were so the one thing we had enough of was water and food like the next day we were low on it but like we still had food left and had little bits of it throughout the night to like keep our energy up yeah yeah but dude the, those experiences that's what i'm saying like even when they go sideways yeah okay it's maybe a bit of like survivor mentality like oh yeah you got through it so you can appreciate it and you look back yeah fondly on them yeah and, type two fun yeah yeah and yeah. i think there's a weird thing that happens there where <sighs> going back of course you'll be, you'll go prepared you'll be you know more robust in your approach and everything like that but would you trade that experience for anything? No, so what you do is is you get the better, you come more prepared, but you try something even more adventurous. Yeah. That's what you, that's what you do yeah, for point. the people yeah. who like it, yeah, right? So that's yeah. that's why you get the, you know, Jimmy Chins, the Alex Honolds, who are still, you know, pursuing edges of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like pushing. For that, like, yeah, next? that's right. that's their way to push it. Right? You don't still, like, not pack that puppy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kai, what about you? Do you have an experience? It doesn't have to be climbing related, but mm-hmm. something where, like, looking back or in the moment, you're like, oh, this is so fucked up. But now you kind of, like, you know, with rose-tainted glasses, you're like, yeah, it was a fucking great memory. <laughs> you know, or anything <sighs> like that. I don't think I do, honestly. You know, I think climbing is a very unique sport uh, that can give that kind of experiences. But, yeah, I, d- I don't. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. How long have you been climbing for now? So, if I just count the months, actual time that I climbed, probably I would say seven, yeah. seven months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Brand, brand new. Yeah, yeah brand Very new. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Super fun so far. Yeah. yeah. So, so far. did you climb in Thailand? Yeah, yeah, a few times, right? Okay, I, mean, I can't remember uh, how long ago you guys went. Yeah, we were. We got back in the middle of June, but we were out there for almost four months. Yeah, why not? Okay. You guys. <laughs> we're passing something back and forth right now for the... <laughs> since we don't have video. <laughs> something totally legal, I swear. Uh, oh, it is legal. It is. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. I forget which state I'm although, in sometimes. Yeah. Although, technically, it doesn't get... Like, it, it was voted to be legalized, but that doesn't start till mm. December. But they're not really doing anything. Like... It's literally being sold, except you buy the sticker and then you get a free gift. That's pretty sweet. I like that. But yeah, Kai's like brand new into it. Mm. And that's why it's been fun to go out and put you in these situations that, dude, because so many people get into climbing now from Mm. the gym, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm stoked for people that are into climbing, but it's so different outside. I, I mean, you've had the experience now going outside and being inside it's almost like two different sports yeah you know like have you yeah. seen the alpinist oh my god yeah it was yeah. great i yeah, just watched, watched it, it oh for the first god. time i Mind hadn't blown. seen it and like i'm watching it and i have this vague memory that he had died and like i like thought i kind of like remember like i think right he, right but I, I i wasn't like sure about that and then like he dies mm. spoiler <laughs> <laughs> and it was so sad but i like resonated a little like like yeah i was like crying in the airplane 
Yeah. Yeah. It's an emo- I mean, <laughs> it it's emotional, really... man. Especially yeah. You know, yeah he was such a cool. He said, mm-hmm. "Was it?" And like, he seemed like his him as a person was just like such a gift to the world. Like yeah. he was so. We could have all, we could all learned like so much from him. I think you know yeah. in his I, mentality mm-hmm. towards climbing. Yeah. I mean, I think. But I think this way we are learning that, because they right, yeah. is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> I totally agree. So I think there's a lot of people in different camps here, and to me, the vast majority of people sit in the camp of that's stupid. That's even what Alex Honnold does. They think like free soloing, pushing the limits. Like why do you take on this unnecessary risk? Mm. I think that's people that just don't understand something to a deep enough level and have a deep passion like living your life on your own terms for something mm-hmm. is worth it but i think also that's because we haven't seen someone who's really doing that before mm-hmm. like there's a point in free solo where like peter croft is saying to alex honnold like make sure you're doing it for the right reasons yeah. you know and like i was talking with I think it was I was talking with my friend Richard about this. He was the one who reminded me that that he had said that because we were talking about the alpinist. And you know, I don't blame Alex Honnold for this because if I was in his shoes and I was getting that much limelight, I would totally get somewhat you know, caring Influence. about that, influenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like who wouldn't? And and why why wouldn't you take up that opportunity? But then it's hard to like not be doing you know things for the reasons that you originally started doing them for you know but i think that that guy um mark was andre andre mark andre like he had the opportunity to kind of become bigger if he wanted you know and he like was like no I think a, very few people would say like no to that opportunity yeah. you know a fame like who says no to fame? I also think, though, in those specific situations with like yeah. these guys that are doing the free soloing, you only get to the point where people are going to recognize you once you've already made the decision. I'm doing this for me. Like nobody, nobody. We, oh yeah, you're free soloing five eight. Oh, who cares? You know what I mean? Like nobody's approaching people that can do that because honestly, almost everybody is capable of doing that. Like you could push past whatever fears in your head if you're like really doing it from an egotistical place to get fame. There'd be a lot more people doing it for sure. Well, no, if five eight was the level. No, that you no, had to do I don't think people are doing it for fame. I don't think like, those people are at the highest. I think like yeah, the Mark yeah. Andres, the Alex Honnolds, no. Godbrights. I don't think those guys are but, doing it all. For but fame. I think I think Alex Honnold is definitely influenced somewhat by the fame. You know, he's let that into his life, right? He's agreed to it. Yeah, I think you kind of have to take those. Me personally, I feel you have to take that person at their word. Like, and you'll never know them unless you have a personal relationship with them. But to me, at least outwardly, when I watch him, I'm like, he's totally doing it for himself. He doesn't, yeah, yeah. maybe he's like, but I'm just saying that most people would would want that. Almost everybody would want to have a documentary made about themselves, right? Like, that would be nice, even just for like, man, when I've forgotten most of my life and I'm old, (laughs) you know, I can be like, oh, that used to be me. That would be nice. Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. But like, yeah, anyone, I feel like, like yeah just that like so i don't like hold that against him mm-hmm. at all but it just means that i really admire mark andre because i think that yeah. he chose differently you know 
prioritize something else in that in that like i really respect that yeah. so that's it, all i'm trying to say oh okay i see what you're saying but i think is there also a part because they even they go into the documentary there with him that like got heavily into acid and would go and like trip and have oh yeah 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 deep experiences so i imagine that probably played a large role in you know sometimes what we talk about like ego death i i don't even know if that guy was capable to he could even appreciate you know somebody that wants to support him financially or you know blow him up publicly and show like all these amazing accomplishments because I think that guy was just so far removed conceptually from that stuff. And he, he was, living in, a, he was living in a stairwell. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I believe, I, I mean, I don't so, know Alex Hall or that. anything like that, but I, my understanding he's not into those kind of things. Maybe he's done them. I, I have no idea. Into what kind of things? Like psychedelics. Mm, oh, yeah, no. No, I'm pretty sure I know. I read one said he does not, like, well, but everyone would say that they don't, you know, too. Yeah. So I don't know. So it's so it's it's definitely interesting. Like, is he even capable, right? You know, was he even capable of having that, you know, being taken advantage in that way, or not necessarily being taken advantage of, but could he even care about that? So yeah, care that's about, why yeah. you know that's why he expressed it that way because he. But I don't even think he I was think that's possible so cool. to care about. It. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's fucking like, awesome. Wow, I wish I yeah. like I wish I was like that. But I think you are. That's what I was gonna tie this back to. No. I think you have the same passion with math. Dude, you dedicate no. your life to studying and pursuing. Yeah, but I'm selling out. If I was staying out, yeah. in, well, I mean, I'm trying to do as much research still as yeah. possible, I guess. Right. But, but, but isn't you know. selling out just doing things not on your own terms? You know, like it may not seem like, in your opinion, based on previous mathematicians yeah but they're gonna be like solve this problem and i'll be like but i don't want to solve that problem and they'd be like i don't care that's mm-hmm. why we hired you <laughs> you know yeah. like that's why we're paying you and then i have to go solve even if i don't like that math sure but i imagine even when alex honnold tra- or even when mark andre was, was training i'm sure sometimes he probably thought like this sucks i wish i wasn't having to like trained to do this type of stuff no I you don't think, think at he, all no i think he was just so psyched on it okay yeah you know like and i think that they're living in a tent in the woods or a yeah. stairwell like they're not training they're going outside and just doing what they love you know but that's the thing yeah. is if you really love something you want to spend all your time doing it and then you get really good at it and yeah, people are like sure, how sure. are they so good it's like, well, they did it all the time because they fucking were addicted to it, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I never got vibes that he, like, ever, like, suffered for it, you know? Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. You, oh, so nobody could see this, but she put that in quotations, the suffering. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's hard to call that, like, suffering, uh, you no, know? I to- but I totally you, but you are making a sacrifice. Yes. You're forcing yourself to go do something you don't want to do because of that bigger goal but what we all want is to be so in love with something that you that you just do it like he does it right which is Uh like you get really good because you do it all the time because you fucking love it and you never have to like suffer for it yeah i think there's a man yeah this is again another problem with language suffering kind of conveys a negative connotation it does but yeah when you're like a guy like him that suffering becomes something transformational no, it's suffer. joyful is that right suffer. it's joy that's like yeah joy because it's what you want to be doing authentically yeah, yeah. i think that's what we talk about a lot in this you know on our podcast is trying to find that path 
that has heart that's perfectly for you. aligned so personal to, to you yeah. for you that you're willing to you don't care like you're gonna do it like even this we yeah. talk about this all all the time we don't have anybody listening to this podcast almost almost anybody except for the few that do and thank you guys for that <laughs> but we're gonna do this even if there's nobody listening this is so much fun yeah. and joy and like talking you know friends like you be able to discuss concepts with each other and get other people's input or even if we don't have input there's so much joy in it we're gonna do this forever and it doesn't feel like suffering like dude the places we've recorded yeah. the shit we've gone through the stuff we've brought with us to just make it happen because yeah. we enjoy it there's like no suffering like it's easy to look back but yeah that was shitty but i don't that's so it doesn't cool. feel like suffering so I, I think that's out there for everybody and i think you do math in a lot of ways it may not feel that all the time but that joy no, I see i'm when you're suffering talking about all it. the time yeah, there's but so much suffering in math gushing. oh my god oh, so much so suffering no but you love it right oh my god I, mean, I have a whole app i have that forest app that you plant a tree and you set a timer for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes so that i like focus for 30 right. minutes because everything is more distracting than math right like math <laughs> is like math is really hard sometimes to get yourself to do yeah because it's hard and we don't like doing hard things <laughs> what you would I say, don't would you say but some people passion? do like doing hard things like right. like like my friend casey he's the one who i talked about at who was at cambridge with me mm-hmm. and he just like genuinely was interested in thinking about math like that was fun for him you know yeah i don't think it's really like fun for me i think i like it and it's beautiful Mm. you know like it's a different type of art almost yeah uh Oh, that's super exciting. Then. That's if why it's... I do it. But like most, a lot of the time, it's just kind of painful. I think I realized though too that I enjoy learning math more than I enjoy producing math. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, producing math is just like really hard. You know. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even harder. If that's not your passion, um, that's so exciting to think that there's something potentially else out there. That could be so much more fulfilling and satisfying. That well, you that like goes you with your very positive-minded axiom. That yeah, I was just say axiom that you assume that like there exists that one thing that's perfect for everybody. You uh, know. Well, I think it could be like, changing as well. I think it's like, also fluid potentially for people. You know, it might be. I actually think it's fluid for most people. I think it's only a season or a time in which you're truly like in love and passionate with it and then yeah. sometimes it grows into something much deeper than you could have imagined but that's also why i don't like seeing things kind of as like oh i like that or i didn't like it only because i didn't stick with it you know because i mean look at like a lot of relationships friends or romantic partners like yeah they don't sometimes they don't last forever but in that moment in time they were like great and awesome and i don't think just because they didn't last forever they're bad you know, so I think people can have passions that shift with the time and changes. Right, but do you think that, but still, do you think that there exists sort of like a soulmate, your mm-hmm. soulmate, but instead of, you know, that being a person, it's for activities, right? Mm-hmm, I see. Um, for people, like, do you I, I, in can't, that? I can't say. I'd say it's impossible. That's why I say you got to go just try. Like mm-hmm. climbing, I never thought 
Dude, I used to shit on climbing. Well, not climbing. Climbers. Seriously? Show, oh, yeah, man. Wait, were you a climb before you were a climber? No, 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 no. Because I was like, wow, you knew about it? No, I know. I was like, I thought, we're actually, famous. I thought it was impossible. I thought there's no way a guy mm. like me could do. I thought it was crazy, like, so far beyond. I, I thought only super athletes did that. Really? Yeah. But what I'm saying is like when I, I was start- like, I'm a super athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I started, just, I remember you I had the ego from the get go. Like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I had a big ego from the get go. That's so funny. I love it. And, but the climbers I met, you know, I just kind of was like, oh, you guys are talking about fucking rocks, how they feel and shit. Like, this is all you talk about. You're all like kind of losers. Kind of. I, I just didn't. I shit on it because I didn't understand it. You know, that was wasn't that like back when I knew you? too uh, were you to still shitting on it to a degree i feel yeah. like you were still shitting i was still seeing some i was of that. i was pretty still dismissive of it mm. but i've yeah i've come full circle i believe at least this point full circle yeah. and like i love it i get it and to me i i just never thought that would happen to me and so yeah if i would have said because i'm not in love with it immediately and said this isn't my passion i mean i may not have been here that i guess is what i'm saying i'm surprised of what i've arrived to only because i just tried and stuck around and yeah, yeah i've just fell in love and that was like part of falling in love process for me was kind of overcoming that you know notion so I you had about suffered it. yeah now it doesn't look like suffering though that's right. what i'm saying like it doesn't feel like suffering i look yeah. back you know i'm like oh i'm so happy with literally all of it and i love it now i'm never gonna give it up doesn't matter if i Never improve a day in my life. I just want to keep yeah. doing it. Ugh, I got to get back to that a little more. Yeah. I think, I, yeah. But I think if I climb outside more, I'd feel that more. Yeah. I'm, it's probably because I've just been climbing in the gym too much recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So actually interesting. I think that also lends to depending where you're climbing in gyms, right? If they don't have enough problems set so you can actually get enjoyment. I imagine because you're, you're five foot, right? Mm-hmm. That can be hard because you're not climbing as much as frequent. Yeah. So it can be a bit more, I think, a hurdle to overcome for somebody that might be in one of these, like, you know, specific height ranges. Or do you think that's not your situation? I think I'm also just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did say something about an assistant last night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'm just, like, really lazy. And it's always just nicer to stay home. (laughs) So I have to like force myself these days to like go to the gym because I don't want to get out of shape, you know, and I think like if I'm having a hard time now, I'm so scared of like never having the strength to pick it back up again. You know, if I'm having such a hard time just holding on to it, I'm like if I let it go and I have to like climb and be like i used to be so much stronger i used to be so much better and that's frustrating mm-hmm. so like that's what i'm scared of honestly oh really yeah which just makes it seem like i should just stop it right because <laughs> <laughs> if like naturally i would let it go and never pick yeah. it back up well then it's like well maybe that thing isn't for you yeah but but i think i need some form of exercise and i want to do some form of exercise and i've always done some form of exercise like even yeah. college i would like I would go to the gym and I'd get on the bike machine and read my history textbook. Wow. In the gym. Yeah. But I would still make that time to like exercise, yeah. you know? That was like important to me. And climbing is the best form of exercise. Yeah. The, the most enjoyable form of exercise. And so I that's kind of like why I keep 
I'm keeping doing yeah. right now. And what I've experienced with math is that everything has like highs and lows. Mm -hmm. And like I've thought about quitting math like three times, like seriously, like three times. Like I almost dropped out of my PhD program in my like second year. I remember telling my dad that I wanted to drop out and he was like very accepting of it and I was surprised and I remember then sharing with him like I was like but I don't want to be a dropout <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and my dad is like a dropout doesn't count when you're in a PhD program <laughs> but I still felt like that you know yeah. but I was so surprised that my dad was being like that supportive it was really touching yeah yeah yeah, yeah seeing like I mean that's the thing you want for people you love you want them to be happy. You're like, oh, yeah. If that's yeah. not making you happy, fuck it. Yeah, you know? I would have done the same thing. Yeah, for him. But I think it also speaks to your, you know, your love for it, really. And even with climbing, I think it like speaks a lot to my dad. Yeah. Like, he like grew a lot in the last like years, like years of his life. Yeah. Was there big changes or what? Do you, <sighs> what do you think spark it? It's such a hard question, I guess. Um. I think, like, he had a lot of pressure. He had so much pressure on himself mm -hmm. when we were kids, like, ha having the family to raise. And I think when, like, my parents got a divorce, he still had his kids, but kind of as he was able to let go of some things, he, like, had the, like, space and the emotional energy to, like, work on himself, you know? Yeah. Instead of just trying to, like take care of everything else yeah and so he like became patient there was wow. when my my brother and i went to the dominican we talked to all like all these people who knew him and so many people said like the most beautiful things about him they described him as patient and i was like oh my <laughs> god the man that uh that raised me was not patient like wow. he would get visibly like visibly frustrated if he was standing in a line to check out that was moving slower than another line oh, wow. like that was my dad you know he like threatened to leave us like he'd be like we're leaving at eight mm. sharp you know like and you knew he would leave without you <laughs> <laughs> so like that was like my dad growing up and then like these women are like saying he's so patient but he like was like i remember going to visit him and my friend Angela came with and so we were getting ready to go out to eat and he was like I don't mean to rush you guys but just so like I can know what to do in this time like like do you have like an ETA on like when you guys would be ready and like yeah, yeah. totally different man wow. you know right. do you feel like really beautiful that initial impatience when you you know grew up with him and all that do you feel like that held him back like joy from his life oh yeah yeah so it must have been really cool to see, like, you feel like, oh, this thing that was burdening you, you're now patient. Yeah. You see, like, the, yeah. the fruits of being patient. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? there's, like, a real peace that comes from a level of patience. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're patient, you could be rushing life and missing out on, you know. I just, I admire, the thing I admire the most is that I think, like, a lot of us as we get older tend to stop improving in our lives. And, like, you kind of, like, plateau. Mm-hmm. And, like, he definitely did not. He, like, did the opposite of that. And, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I've probably plateaued. And, like, I'm not really... I'm not really working on much to improve myself right now. Mm -hmm. You know? Whereas I think he was, like, really 
which maybe I should start doing. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe gonna do, it's a gonna do some self reflection later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be great. I mean, that's so neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a gift to see people. I don't know if you felt this about your father, but you see some things like I just think they're never gonna change. Like mm-hmm. something that's just who they are, the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you do see it, I mean. Yeah, I don't even know how yeah. to explain it. It's a very surreal yeah, Also, feeling. I think there's a question of whether was that a change or it was always there but yeah. didn't really show, right? I mean, that's mm. another thing to think of. <laughs> we, we got some... Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think, do think that... I do not think that patience was always there. Okay. I think okay. I, fundamentally... Yeah, I wasn't saying that's the case, but I think... Impatience yeah. was what was there. Sometimes I think, you know, mm-hmm. you, what you're saying could be right, but definitely with impatience but i think we all have those things that we naturally struggle with mm-hmm. oh yeah for oh, sure yeah. you know mm-hmm. and it's just it's just sort of like random who gets what you know yeah. what your burden or struggles are going to be that's i mean that's a really good point i think back and changing all the time but especially in these last couple of years i've had some of the i feel like the biggest personal revelations and changes in my life yeah and yeah you look back and you think like oh man or at least i look back and i think like oh you thought you knew and that's why you behaved that way but now now you understand better i feel like oh man a lot of those people not a lot it's mainly romantic relationships i guess but i feel like i'm a much more understanding person you know Mm. where i wasn't previously Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i it was way easier to be like understand empathetic empathetic like yeah. actually deeply yeah. truly empathetic yeah because you you like experienced pain before and so you can like yeah yeah and having a, a different sense of that and it's funny because like yeah we've had some negative you know we lost Ugh. that's not crying that's just me <laughs> not being able to breathe i swear <laughs> but we you know we lost our really good friend like our brother steven and uh, in the past, it would have been... Actually, I was very shocked at how much more it affected me than I thought it would. Interesting. Yeah. Because uh, I think you you learn more and you think like, oh, pain's... Like, you're not going to feel that pain again. But I felt it so differently in such a positive way this time that I feel like... Uh, yeah, it sucks. But like, he has such a positive impact on my life mm-hmm. that... It inspired you. Yeah, and like I carry it with me today. Yeah. You know, tattooed on me, but I wear his hat all the time. But I feel like he's a part of me now. I just there's a level of understanding that for me and the personal level, like relationship, that it makes my life so much better. And, you know, I think about the things like it's gonna come again. Like I'm gonna lose somebody I really love. It's gonna yeah. happen again. I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. And I just had that realization too. Yeah, yeah, but now yeah. I'm like it's like everyone I know is gonna die. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I may experience their death, I may not, but like this is happening to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like whoa. Yeah, it's pretty mind blowing, but I'm not. Yeah, it's gonna suck. There's gonna be pain, but I'm so excited for realizing like the impact they had on me. The th- the impact I didn't even realize they could have. You know, I I thought I was above that level of influence almost like, oh, yeah, I love people, but they come and go. And I you don't really get a tangible sense of their impact. But, mm-hmm. you know, with 
him gone now just thankful for that impact yeah and i can't wait to see what's like when i you know lose somebody else i love yeah you know in a weird way you know like yeah it's kind of hurt but i'm also so happy to see what a positive impact they had on me yeah because i have good people in my life that i love and they love me i don't even know how we got on this subject <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, you know i'm happy we're here this is i really gotta go for yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, that's a that's a good point, and um, I mean, it, this may come off cliche, but <clears throat> it's death is an in- inevitable event in human life, right? And um, you really can't or shouldn't see otherwise. Uh, the inevitability of an event you should just accept it sometimes you know because what else can you do there's no other action you can take you know so yeah I think that's why it's important to have that positive reactions to it and what you can do you can choose what what that event what kind of impact that can that event can have on you right you can yeah. choose right yeah. yeah and a lot of it i also think uh just be open to the idea that can, yeah you know right yeah I, we actually talk about it but we're not really into or you know any belief in spiritual realm but now we're kind of more lean lean toward that possibility that yeah. maybe there's something that we shouldn't we don't understand but it's yeah. out there i know it's exists. like a re- like a religious experience right exactly do you want absolutely diet what coke do you want, do you want diet coke oh uh, yeah i'll slam diet coke would probably taste great right now do you want diet coke or seltzer uh i'll seltzer yeah thank you perfect i wanted a diet coke and i figured that it was most likely that only one of you would want but i was <laughs> like uh, the probability that all three of us wanted soda is Oh, now I'm going to bum you out. He just did the nice opinion and he gave it so you have a choice. What? He wanted Diet Coke. He just gave you the freedom of choice. <laughs> no, he didn't know I wanted it. I know, but by choosing that, he gave you the only option, so you had a choice. Yeah, there you and go. Thus, his kindness is revealed. Well, there's more in the fridge, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'll just go and get one. No. <laughs> Oh, I'm just trying to hand this to him. We're almost like uh, an hour in now. Whoa! Um, yeah, it was <laughs> hour yeah, in. Time flies. You guys did all the talk, time. but yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking that this is really cool that you guys are doing it because it's like, it's like you have a public diary. Like this is like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know, a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah oh. We actually talked. It's almost done, but yeah. No, that's what we talked about. Just you know, like something you can look back at and. For your personal self, if you want to. Yeah. And that's well, what are you looking for? The lighter. Lighter. Oh, lighter. Uh, lighter. I hardly know. Oh, still here. Still doing that. <laughs> yeah, man. You can't. Oh, look, oh, it's right there. You. Oh, the sofa. Yeah. you can't get rid of the classics. Look, I might have grown up, but I definitely didn't grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Diet Coke is slamming when you're high. Yeah, isn't Yo. it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really? yeah, yes. it's really good. Wow. <laughs> it's like now. super creamy. Yeah, yeah. whoa, <laughs> creamy. 
Do you feel that way too? Do you yeah, want like, one? Okay. You can go in the fridge. Well, creamy and I like high first. Phone mm. order to experience that. Mm. <laughs> step by step. That's One step at a time, true. guys. <laughs> another another thing we live here by the theory. <laughs> One step at a time. Get high and then drink. But yeah, something you can look back on. Your friends, you know, they could always... If, they can go see these converse. I would be so when curious I'm and old want to listen and to my senile, I would love to listen to this. Yeah, that'd you know, be great. yeah. Because you'll yeah. forget it. Because I'll have forgotten this <laughs> whole conversation, you know. And yeah. heck, maybe in like five years, even I'll have forgotten this all. Yeah. That like scares me. I hate that. I hate. Imagine if we remembered everything perfectly. Wouldn't that be amazing? There's some people out there that do, right? Like photographic I'm, memory, maybe not uh, emotion attached to the photograph, though. Yeah, right. So it's not like that full experience. That's a good point. But some people have really terrible memories. I, I have a friend. Yeah. I have a friend. I do have terrible memory. No, I have a friend who does not remember like picture experience. Like, like she can, remembers like list. Like she's like I can remember it in a list that like you know I went here, I did this. But she can't like remember like the experience. Wow. Yeah. Does that, that sounds horrible. I know. <laughs> right? So I agree. I know. I agree. I feel Oh my god. Yeah, so be be grateful. Doesn't that How sound about, like also right. though in some way kind of freedom from the past and previous representation? You just get oh, it. Oh, but as I it would is. hate that I was forgetting I don't know. Like mm. I'm just you're just there. That's the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not really bound to all the... I think in some but weird way, it's those, still tied. Imagine those moments, you know, where you're like, I want to remember this. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. you don't, and then you don't. Like, you but, can't have that. But wouldn't that list be the, the, the list of, I want to remember this? I mean, if you have no memory of the previous thing and experience... Mm-hmm. Do you actually even have experience right now? Yeah, but also there is a le- the yeah. difference between like a memory in your conscious level and the unconscious level, right? Unconscious level still can affect your behaviors, right? So you can really say that just because you don't remember, it doesn't affect you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're only. Pulling, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they're only pulling from their concept and conce- uh, their experience of memory. <laughs> And that's like defining everything in the present, so they're really, you know, unaffected by it. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, how would they be relatable at all? How could these people even like be like us? Word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I so drastically mean, like the contrast is so l- huge. I feel like, but yet they still are normal people. You have normal relationships with them. They just can't recall the way we can. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you know, I agree. when we talked about, you know, uh, the unconscious, collective unconscious, right? There are things that we share, but we don't know what it is, right? The things that are just genetically, uh, well, genetically like, exist. Yeah, Nikki's memory is really bad, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Who you met? Yeah, her memory is terrible. Wow. She, How like, bad? Um, she has, like, years of her life she doesn't remember anything from. Anything? Whoa. Yeah. That sounds uh, a pretty bad quality for a mathematician. You know, <laughs> I just think I mean, I'm just asking. I agree, I, and interestingly, I was just gonna say that most of the mathematics departments, like I've had parties of like math people, where it's like all math people, and mm-hmm. we've answered this, 
And amongst that crowd, I apparently have an amazing memory. But I think our memory is probably like the same. That's really interesting. Like my first. Okay, Mm. actually, no, I have a really good. I do have like, I think a better than average, but I think they have a worse than average. My first memories were like when I was like two years old. Wow. Yeah. You have a really good memory that I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I do. I yeah. Don't ha- that's fine. I don't have like too many early child memories, mm-hmm. but I do have <laughs> strong memories of like even Luke the other day when he asked me, he's like, "How long have Gina and I been married?" And I I recalled it instantly, mm-hmm. but that's I weird. didn't remember <laughs> that I had it. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I remember that." Right. And I was huh. caught off guard by it actually. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do feel like I remember like a lot of small details. But I don't know if that's because I'd like to say it's because I appreciate moments a mm-hmm. lot and I try to actively appreciate things, right? Um, especially like interpersonal relationships. I've had really good memory with those because mm. you have that emotional. Yeah, I feel like right. it's to me. I feel like it's the only thing worth remembering. So I think people usually equate my good memory to that because mm-hmm. I can recollect right. those interactions we had pretty well yeah, yeah yeah but if you told me you know what movies out around that time i don't know i have fucking no idea yeah. you know i wouldn't be able to tell you anything else about that time period yeah like i can't tell you a single climb we did at the red i do at all, I, don't, I remember well, actually, every i remember going i remember, remember, going, times, I remember yeah. talk i remember us taking pictures like i remember that like vividly yeah do you have do you have like do you have like childhood memories where you can like recount some some like thing that happened like like i'll tell you like i'll tell you okay so i'll tell you a a memory for example (laughs) so when i was probably six or seven we were playing baseball around our house Mm -hmm. which involved because it was me, my brother, and our our next door neighbor Lindsay, and um, we were playing baseball. So since we didn't really have enough players, you were the bat. You the batter. It was the batter against the other two people, and so you hit it, and then they had to try to um, catch you as you ran around the house. And it was all or that we didn't have enough people, so it was all or nothing, right? You either mm-hmm. hit a home run or you got out, and you lost. Okay. Um. And I was the smallest and the youngest amongst the players by a lot. Like, Lindsay was, Lindsay's younger sister was my older brother's age. So Mm -hmm. she was, like, even older and bigger than my brother, older brother. So I was, I hit the ball and I'm running around the house and I'm, like, actually maybe going to get a home run. And so I'm, like, running down the side of the house and it's this really steep hill and my legs started to run faster. You know your momentum is like your legs almost can't keep up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. That happened. And it's like, mm. I'm going, Stay I'm going, I'm going. Ground, right? And I have this thought. Right ahead of me is the swing set on the left. And I have to go around the swing set to get to under our patio. And that was home base. Okay. So if I go around the swing set further down and go around it, then I'm not going to be able to, I'm so close to getting caught. But if I took the shortcut, which was on the Mm -hmm. closer end of the swing set, and it was this narrow path because the bushes started, and I was like, 
I'll just take this this way and cut through. And instead of, I was going way too fast. I did not calculate this right because I was going way too fast to be able to make that sharp of turn. Yeah, yeah. And I just ran straight into the um, swing set and I blacked out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's a really good, I mean, that's <laughs> a really good memory, man. That's yeah. like... Very in detail. I felt like you were reading from a book. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I don't have things like that. I, I, I guess I, I do. I can summon like images to my mind and like yeah. stories, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I don't feel like I would be able to explain them well enough that I could say that's like what actually happened. So I, I don't remember, know if that's a memory. Yeah. You know? So like, you have doubt. I have doubt. Yeah. Like Whoa. doubt about if I'm describing it 100 percent accurately. I think everybody has. Something I can like explain that, like know? the feelings and the sensations around it, but hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, speak it so right. clearly like you just did to me. Excuse me. <laughs> that, is that is so neat. That was really impressive. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of. I'm really grateful for it. I don't know how you get a good memory. I'm like scared of smoking weed that I'm gonna ruin this memory of mine. Actually. <sighs> Yeah. Maybe I should switch back to cigarettes. <laughs> I don't think that'll help either. <laughs> I mean, it works for the lungs and a lot of other organs, but at least it's not uh, as bad for your brain. I mean, I also... Well, you get weird things, though, by not also having a great memory. Like, great... I feel like I have deeply profound sensations of nostalgia. But then, wait, what was, the, what was also the other thing that you were saying is that normal humans don't experience that Nikki and I were agreeing on last night that we had oh you like what was that? Uh, <laughs> needing an assistant for the most basic task that yeah. human beings do in modern society oh yeah right. she forgot to purchase insurance car insurance no no it was dental insurance oh dental insurance <laughs> okay yeah almost same to me and then I have, and here's the thing is is i have never managed to i've forgotten every single year oh. that i'm at the point that i don't even try <laughs> <laughs> i just went to the dentist i like you and just they were giving up yeah 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 but then oh. when i was there just last year i got dental insurance yeah. with the dentist because they were like oh if it because i was like how much is it gonna be yeah and they're like well it's like 600 or you buy can buy our insurance for 700 and you get two visits and you know it was like it was like a good deal yeah yeah so i was like oh i'll buy that and because it was like the easy that's the easiest way you can ever buy insurance yeah. right is like they're presenting you with the bill and they say or insurance and you're like it's all the same to me yeah. <laughs> but they're not though <laughs> 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 that's so funny i get it i totally get it though like there's i i do i think uh <laughs> i so i think i come from a different place where i just want to disrespectfully not do it like mm -hmm. be like fuck it this isn't worth my time but i know like oh, i should do this yeah and I, I i feel pressured into doing it not like i want to do it i think it's like but you do it yeah yeah that's changed more. I feel like do you I'm getting do you, further away from it. Do you just, but, like, remember it? Do you do it right away? Like, when you think of it, do you do, you do it right away? Yeah, I try to. I Try to, at least. Some things yeah, I do hard. push to the bitter end, like mm. like some monthly payments that are due. Like, I know I can literally just log in right You don't have right auto-pay set up on everything? 
I do. I, I, I do, you but do I also too, do I the full pay. I, do, I also just do the full pay. Yeah. I never yeah. do auto pay. Mm. I do auto pay, but I still f- I want to go and look. You can have auto pay just pay the whole card off. I know, but I also want to see it, you know? Because <laughs> I don't track any of it. Yeah. Like, I don't track any of my finances. Oh, I just know roughly where they are. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's same. Well, and then that's live. good enough. Yeah, most exactly. of the times, you know? I don't want to worry if I you don't have a fan. I'm you're... going out to eat. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be as stressing about it. As long as you don't want to miss payments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do we get out of finances? <laughs> oh, basic task. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the memory. Okay. Yeah, that's a very, very unique memory. How about you, Kai? What's your memory? Tell us how you, your memory works. What do you mean? Like, how am I? <laughs> <laughs> Give us she, an example. Yeah, she has a really good... Tell us a story. Hmm... This oh, actually, I've never talked about this Ooh, to you. Cool. Even to me. Ooh. Uh, I was probably like five years old, four years old, so I'm like really young, right? And then in the neighborhood, I had best friends, some best friends, and then one of them was girl. She was older than me. Then we're playing outside, and then she said, "Oh, let's go to my place," you know. So all of us went there, not just me and her, and then. The rest of them left. It was just Jamie. And she asked me if I want to play. So I'm like, yeah, what? And she asked me to lay down. Where is this going? <gasps> this sounds like... <sighs> and I did. And then she pulled down my pants. <gasps> and then basically like... Doctor kind of play, right? Like just play with my private part. I remember that, yeah. Whoa. Bro. Oh but my I think, god. I don't think it had a lot of impact. Is it know? just me or is that crazy? It's that's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, it's okay. Up. You're legit really molested yeah. by some kid that's probably was molested. Wow. Yeah. Otherwise, why would she do that? She was probably mm. being molested. Yeah. Somebody showed her that. You know what I mean? Like Probably. Yeah. Or that's fucking she crazy. She had seen it. I don't know, but... Oh just a weird God. experience that I think is fucked up for sure, but it doesn't have a lot of impact on me. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Whoa. It's so interesting. <laughs> How often do you think about that experience? Every other day. No impact. Every once in a while. Yeah. But... Yeah, just every once in a while. Every yeah. maybe 10, 15 years. Oh, okay. That's yeah. yeah it's oh, like that's never like never. I that's, that's, how, that's why I suspect that it will <gasps> no! have an impact on me. You oh, know? no. That's going to be such a mess. Well, I guess uh, it's time to... <laughs> I'm getting a Roomba today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Job, okay, cool. I know. So you can test it. We're not sponsored by Roomba. Right. Nobody sponsors anyway. But it was too. No, wait. She said, uh, "What was your jacket? A Terex? Arcteryx. Yeah, Arcteryx. She already I like that. I wanna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sell it because yeah. I didn't know that you needed to buy puffies like a couple sizes bigger so you can put a bunch of layers underneath. Right, right. So yeah, it's just too small. That's what happens when you don't live somewhere cold. It's like a child-sized one, really. I mean. 
I don't know who uses that kind of coat. Ten year olds maybe. (laughs) I'm twelve year old size, by the way. (laughs) I thought you were a teen kid when I first saw. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this cool teen kid out here with her coach. (laughs) I was like, that's so cool. That would have been cool. I wish I was a teen kid out there with my coach. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to be able to Yeah, I was, I was, lo- no, I was low-key tickled. I, I was like, wow, he thinks I'm, like, a team kid. Because team kids are strong, you know? You were. And so I was like, oh, he thinks I'm, he thinks yeah, I'm a strong kid. For sure. And that also means my skincare routine's been working, so I don't look like my age. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Those wrinkles have not come in yet. Sweet. Got that 16-year-old skin. Yeah, you're, you're the strongest... Thanks. Chick climber, I know actually. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I like to see it in person. Yeah, she's definitely way yeah. better than you are. <laughs> Wait, you know? Yeah. What definitely. about like Michaela? I heard Michaela's really strong. I haven't Did seen she Michaela do, like, actually climb. Kills Hill Traverse. Yeah, she, I'm, mm, actually, I don't know about that. I don't know if she's done the hill. She's a good climber, but she just quit. You know, I don't. So mm. I don't think she. Oh, so had, she doesn't count anymore. No, or... I, I just don't think she. I didn't see it personally. You know what I mean? Like I've heard about it, but I don't know how much she's climbed at that grade. Blah blah blah. Mm. Like, you know, mm. you're yeah, you're the strongest one I know for sure. Okay. Yeah, but well, uh, that's at least nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rare. That's what I'm saying. It's rare to yeah. see like. A chick that crushes. I know lots of chicks that crush. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, we flock together, I guess, or something, yeah. maybe. I also, I don't get around a lot of sport climbers, that's why. So bouldering, primarily. That's, I know yeah, you crush that's on what I've seen you yeah. crush on boulder as well. So that's, like, unique, I think. You do both. Mm-hmm. Usually one, mm-hmm. it's one or the other. One or the other, yeah. Yeah. I have not climbed on ropes, though, in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking of going to the red this Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of want to see everybody again. Yeah, I think that'd be fun, and see how all this power is gonna feel on a roped climb. <laughs> yeah, and see how much I remember to. But your power endurance—you endurance. think it's gonna be hurt? I mean, if you have that rope. I've climb. never had good power endurance. But do you feel like it's gonna be even worse, or do you feel like it's always bad? So it doesn't. That's... Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like I suck at everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm bad at all of them. I used I to be like really, really, really good, good at, at endurance. Yeah. Now maybe now maybe power, I guess. But I can never have. It's only one at a time, and there's three of them. So it's and I've never had power endurance. I've only yeah. ever had endurance or power. You have pretty good technique though. You just have to do like a lot of hard beta. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. You I'm just do, short. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. You have to do like fucked up beta, man. To like climb. Yeah. Like rips grabbing hard, hard yeah. small shit that makes the climb way harder. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Or you have to jump and cut feet. Yeah, just think the worst ones are the sideways too. movements because there's mm-hmm. not. It's really hard to like. I don't know. When it's spanny in the sideways, mm-hmm. that's just, like, impossible. Do you climb with anybody else that's, like, your height? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a friend, Hannah, who 
I climbed with for almost my whole time here. She just left. Um, she's exactly my height, and she's like crushes way harder than me. So I would always be like complaining. So she had a moonboard in her garage, and we would go moonboard together and blast Taylor Swift. That's so it's so funny because awesome. like you're doing something that's like the most like. Oh man, type yeah. of climbing, you know? To, to great music. That's yeah, great. but then like to Taylor <laughs> Swift, so it was like our own spin, you know? Right, dude, yeah. And, and like, and she fucking crushes. Like, she, I saw her flash V7s on the moon board. Damn. Yeah. Have you, have you seen And her? she's my size too, so every move was a jump. Damn. She would jump to the yellow holds on the moon board. Yeah. The I tiny yellow holes. Yeah, she would yeah, jump. Move over for, yeah, a lot. So. And, like, I cannot imagine so awesome. keeping that jump. Dude, that's pretty fucking So, cool. yeah, I would, I would climb with her. She was really inspiring. And now I have a friend in the Syracuse Climbing Gym, Yoga, and he is 5'1". So mm. we shared a lot of beta together. Yeah. Do you find you have to climb? Do you... Do you find they're better climbers because they're more technical or stronger? What do you think it is? That, uh, both. Both? <laughs> but which one primarily? Yeah. Which, uh, which one do you think you lack most to improve? Technique or just strength? Oh, ugh. well, actually, I think technique because I was tested against Hannah and in, in all the physical tests, like we did hangs, we did um, campus board. Mm-hmm. We did box jumps, um, just pull raw pull-up power, pa- power, and I was better than her in all of those. Yeah. And yet she climbs so much harder than I do. Yeah. So like, I have more power. I should be able to be climbing harder than her yeah. with like what I have, but I'm not using it well. Yeah. So I think technique. Wow. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, which like sucks. I wish it was. I wish I had the technique. The technique is so hard to get. You know, it comes when you just slow down. Like you have to start climbing. Dude, I am so fucking slow right now. I'm like, (laughs) I haven't climbed in like four days. Yeah. Yeah. Since Saturday. Let's go climb today. Yeah. I'm so interested to see how you climb. I feel like I slowed down. I've improved. Okay. Well. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I keep my feet on everything. I don't. I can keep my I can keep my feet in everything if I'm climbing V three, but I was actually we're at the CRG last night. I was surprised at how soft everything felt. Eight and like a couple rows. I know that gym is a little soft. I've climbed at the other CRGs even. And like don't be wrong, yeah, it feels nice. Great setters too, but I was just like, Greg texted me. But I feel bad because I don't want to say it's soft, but I was also like, I don't know. I feel bad because I feel like maybe part of it is because they actually set for short people. Because they have the youth team too. I could see and the like, upstairs because that felt like a youth space. I felt like I was climbing youth boulders, like side for youth kids. Um, how small the walls were. Oh, just because the walls are short. Yeah, like three move, four move V7s. Like uh, that's kind of like, and they're on really good holds. What? That's what I felt like last. What night. V7s were you doing? Every, everything upstairs was like really. I'm gonna think of a V7. You did the purple one, the purple V7 on the wall that's like you look at when you come in. 
No, no, I didn't. I didn't get to do the. Boom. Okay. Wow. So already the first one I we suggest. No, I haven't climbed that yet. Okay. So Very what did you climb? <laughs> everything. Pretty much everything upstairs. <laughs> okay. Everything but that one. Is that upstairs? We're talking about upstairs. Up behind the tension board. Yeah. Yeah. There's no overhanging purple V seven. I saw. No, no, it's it's on the right when you walk in. Oh, next to the blue four. Yeah. Or sure. Yeah, there's an no. orange eight there, a blue four, and there's like a yellow six left. No, we're not thinking the same place. No. Okay, I don't care anymore. We have to, <laughs> we have to go there. Yeah, hopefully my car works. Oh man, it's gonna be rough to do high. But we'll do it. <laughs> do I have to sit out there with you? <laughs> Uh, no, I just need, I think, probably screwdriver. No, I will. I'll keep you company. And a long screwdriver. And a long screwdriver. I do not have a long screwdriver. Sounds like we're... I have a drill. Screw. A drill? Yeah. I won't need a drill. Fuck. Well, I can ride my bike over to Lowe's. Except that I'm high right now, so Let's we could wait that. till yeah. I'm sober. Definitely have to wait. Mm -hmm. No, I will. So that would put us back to like three hours, maybe. Okay. And then, ah. Uh, How far is the gym from here? Um, twenty minutes. That's not bad. Should we turn this off? Yeah, we can turn. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks like for doing this. Talking. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks for. Having me. Yeah. This is the longest right. conversation yet. Okay, goodbye, listeners. Thank you, guys. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>